Coronavirus. I remember hearing about it prior to 2020. Maybe you do as well, but it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. It was some problem happening in a faraway place. And then it became the only thing that we hear about and the only thing that we seem to be able to talk about. In fact, I don't think I've had a conversation in the last nine months that hasn't at some point turned to the topic of coronavirus. And not only the topic of the virus itself, but also the government response to it. Honestly, because we can't seem to get away from the topic, I've not really talked a lot about it here on my Coffee Time videos, because that's all anyone really ever talks about. So it's nice to have a place where that's not the focus all the time. 2020. It is a year we will always remember, even though we'd probably like to forget many aspects of it. Before this year began, before COVID-19 was even a thought, I had told the church that I pastor that I thought that 2020 was going to be a year of chaos. That was right on the money. Now, I'm no prophet. I just, it seemed to me that with the election coming up in 2020, which is now behind us, this year would end up being chaotic. And it certainly has been. And one of the outcomes of the chaos of the election the racial tensions, the virus, and the response to the virus has been division. 2020 has been a year of chaos that has resulted in division. We are divided, divided on many issues, even among friends and family members. It's absurd that people have separated with family members over their support for one candidate over the other. It's outright dumb that people will cut off a friend or a family member over such things, but since many of those that have done so are often among the self-described non-religious, it reveals that politics, for many, has become their religion. And religious people, whether they are of the garden variety type or of the new politics is religion type, religious people are given to excommunication. The unfortunate reality is that the craziness doesn't affect only the self-described non-religious. The temptation to excommunicate over stupid non-doctrinal opinions and issues is evident among religious people too. In fact, I've noticed that it is when I broach the non-doctrinal issues of politics or the virus that I lose subscribers. It's about the only time that I lose subscribers. I end up gaining subscribers too, but it's interesting to me that talking about such things causes me to be excommunicated or in the modern lingo, canceled. Do you realize that that's what canceling is? It's kind of like postmodern excommunication for the non-religious. So I'm sure I'm going to be excommunicated by some of you over this because we are no longer able to have people in our lives that we disagree with because in many ways, we're petty. One of the definitions of petty is small-minded. And that's what it is when you're unable to engage amicably with people with whom you disagree. Me? I like disagreement. I grew up in one of those families, an opinionated family, a family that would frequently have disagreeable conversations around the dinner table. And sometimes those conversations would get loud, passionate, they were of the disagreeable type of conversations. And as far as I can tell, we enjoyed it. We always knew that we were family and we still loved each other 
even if we disagreed. And we could disagree. My dad is Italian. And if you've ever been to Italy, I've had the privilege of going there several times, then you know that a simple transaction between two people, you know, someone buying fruit at a stand somewhere on the you know, sidewalk somewhere, it looks like a tense and disagreeable interaction. The Italian language seems to have vowels at the end of every word, and it just makes it perfect from like bouncing rapidly from one word to the next. The language just sounds boisterous and disagreeable, and I, I love it, even if I don't understand the language. So enough of that. Let's, let's disagree. Masks. They make people angry. They divide. Why? Because we're Americans. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to wear or how to wear it, when to wear it, or nothing. I'm going to do me because I got to be me. You do you and I do me and you don't get to tell me what to do. We are divided on masks. I've had several conversations just in the last week or so on the topic of masks. Seems like really such a dumb thing to be divided on. Can you imagine a year ago if someone told you that face masks would be a big deal and a dividing issue in 2020? You seriously would have looked at them and thought they were crazy. You would have laughed at them. But here we are. This is the world we live in at this moment. So we have the masks are essential crowd. The masks are life crowd. And then we have the masks are a sham. I ain't wearing no damn mask crowd. And we have thousands of points along the spectrum in between these two camps on the ends. The maskers will say, you need to wear a mask. It's science. And the anti-maskers will say, there's no need for a mask. It's science. Have you noticed we not only have your truth in 2020, we also have your science in 2020. That's one of the... I guess you could call it the great things about access to endless and abundant information. Maybe it's a downside, but one of the great things is you can find a study to support anything you want to believe. And once you excommunicate a few of the people you don't agree with, then the only information you'll receive will be that which confirms and conforms to your own personal biases. And then you'll be even more convinced that everyone believes the way that you do. And anyone that doesn't agree with you is an outsider, a crazy person, someone that needs to be purged, excommunicated, canceled. So masks, like I said, I've had several conversations with people about masks over the last week, mostly with people that are passionately against them. And I understand their frustration. But here's what I've shared several times in these conversations, and I hope that you will think about it. And honestly, I'd love to read your comments below if you would leave your comments. Personally, I don't like masks. I'd rather not wear them. In the last 20 years, I've traveled all over the world. And every time that I've flown, I've pretty much seen someone wearing a mask. And prior to 2020, the masked people have always been Asian because of SARS-CoV-1 that came back in 2003. Remember SARS? Masks have been a part of the Asian culture ever since that point. And like it or not, masks are now a part of Western culture as well. They're not going away. Not entirely. Ten years from now, I think that you will see people wearing masks still. But there will come a day when masks will no longer be required. And then you won't see them quite as much. And they won't be required at Costco or Target, Home Depot or any other store or restaurant. And that, that'll be great. I think we're all looking forward to that. But though I don't like masks, 
and would not rather not wear one. I have no problem doing so when I go into a store, which is about the only time that I put one on. I'm not doing it because I'm afraid of the virus. I'm not doing it because I'm sure of any science behind it. I'm not doing it because of any sort of social pressure along with it. You know, the, the masks may work and they may not work, but I'm not wearing a mask in the store because I think it'll protect others from coronavirus necessarily, but because I think that it may give the business protection from a lawsuit. Why are businesses requiring masks? Because they're trying to mitigate their risk. The government has told them that you need to follow the CDC guidelines, whether you think those guidelines make sense or not. And I can guarantee you that those businesses will require masks because they know that when they're sued, because some person swears that they got the vid when they bought their Corona at Target, the business's insurance company won't be there for them if they don't follow the government's guidelines. That's the way it works. If the business gets sued, and we live in a sue-happy litigious culture, if the business gets sued, they will say to their insurance company, look, we put stickers on the ground telling people to socially distance, we sanitized every cart, we posted signs, we placed mask monitors at the door, we did everything that we could. The issue isn't really the business. They're not part of some massive conspiracy to try and make us all separate from each other and put coverings over our faces. They're simply trying to do business without going under because of a lawsuit. And if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that our bigger issues are governments, politicians, lawyers, and the media. So wear the mask, don't wear the mask, believe your science, don't believe other people's science. But a lot of those that I know who are against masks are pro-business. So from a person who runs an organization, a church, this may be something that you want to think about. Or not. You do you. We'll see you next time. Unless I'm canceled.